Hey, it's your girl, Claudia. Got my voice back. Don't know how to talk. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. I'm back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And later on the show, we are catching up with NCAA women's basketball champion and hip hop artist, Flage Johnson. I'm excited about this interview. So sit back, relax, get some hot tea, get something to drink for this hot tea. Uh, What's up, Q? I'm I'm sorry. What's up, Al? What's up, Q? What's up, Claudia? What's going on, Miss Claudia? What's going on, Al? I'm excited about Flage. Is Same. that why you got your chest all out? Trying to look right. <laughs> You are too old for her now, Al. <laughs> no, I'm excited so, to hear. You know, her story dominated headlines. Um, she's a dominating athlete, uh, you know, high school as well as college. I, I'm just excited to hear her story more. I mean, what and she got bars, too. Yeah, you know what's so funny? I'll, I just randomly posted her on my page the other day, right? Like, I really have this thing where I like to, like, shout out black women and, like, just give people props. And I just put on my story and didn't even know that behind the scenes we were working on getting her on the show. So she oh, was wow. she, she reposted it. And then I get the message from Justin, like, she's our guest today. So kind of cool. What were we going to oh. say, um, Q? No, I was going to say, Al, calm down. She's not a rich black man. So just <laughs> calm down. <laughs> ooh, just, ooh, okay. How was y'all weekend? Y'all do anything? Y'all get into something or anything get into you? Um, nothing got into me. Um, I failed to, oh, I failed miserably at like at my better self this weekend, y'all. I failed miserably. Really? Um, what does that I mean? I did. Um, I just fell off the wagon when it comes to drinking. And, um, oh, I got to save this story for another day. But one of my married couples from back in the day, y'all, they, they, I ain't seen them about a year and a half. They tried to trick me on Saturday. They invited me out under the guise of, we ain't seen you in a long time. You know, oh my God, our marriage is so much better now, X, Y, Z. And then by the end of the night, they was trying to come around my house. Ooh, they didn't put nothing in your drink. Nah, nah, well, you ain't got to put nothing in my drink, baby, because two vodka <laughs> drinks and I go home with just about anybody. But that's a whole other story for a whole other day. And you, um, said that you turned it, you declined? I did because their marriage not strong enough um, for the third. They tried it in the past, not with me. Well, we have food a lot, but they've done it with other people in the past. Um, people that at the bar, we all met at the bar. And for three years, it threw their marriage off track. And I was like, I know how y'all get down when thirds get introduced. And I don't want no parts of that. So I'm going to have to decline this offer. Okay. So you had the most eventful weekend. I was out with my girls and I <laughs> test drove a, a truck, a car. I was thinking about swapping out one of my cars. But I don't know about that. I was in the streets. Um, I was dealing with COVID a little bit. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. All right. one more day. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get into the show. Now, it's been reported that Tina Knowles, uh, Los Angeles home, was broken into over the weekend. Officials were told that a safe with over $1 million in cash, along with jewelry, was missing. Now, back in April of this year, a man was arrested for vandalizing Tina's home after he was caught throwing rocks at her mailbox. What are your thoughts on this news, uh, Al? You know, this reminds me, I remember in like 2018, 2019, when Rihanna's house was burglarized, when those in Los Angeles, there were two dozen celebrity break-ins in her house and Christina Milian was one of them. And the reason behind those break-ins of those two dozen break-ins was because these uh, burglars, young people were following their social media. 
and they were uh, checking it with their travel schedules and they believed that this is what happened to Tina and not only Tina you guys but they also broke into Drake's house recently as well as Damson Idris's house so I keep saying this over and over you need to put some delay in your social media posts because people are praying on you and look they're praying on Tina Knowles to the tune of one million dollars uh Q what do you think about this you know what? This is unfortunate. When I first saw the story, I definitely was screaming inside job, inside job, because the way my mind works in 2023 is who knows where these people's safes are located? Like, granted, I ain't rich enough to even have a safe. I don't even own nothing valuable enough to put in a safe. All right. But if I did, my safe would not be located in the same place people was keeping a safe in in the 80s, which was in their walk-in closet. Like my parents had one. It was just in the closet. That is so obvious. And when I'm at the bar late at night, you know, around the time those car shield commercials come on with Vivica Fox in them. No around, around about that time, no they have those, they have those safe commercials that come on with the inconspicuous safe. Some of them like be in the kitchen, some be in the panic room. So it would just seem to me that in 2023, people's safes would be in more inconspicuous spaces. So it's giving me inside job tease, but I don't know. I have a safe and it's not bolted to, and it is in my walk closet. But after that, you just, your speech is now, I guess I'm gonna have to change it and put it a building, like put a building into a wall. I would think that she wouldn't have it like that. I would think it would be built in because they got money, money. I will say this. How are we to know that there was a million or not in that safe? If my safe got robbed with my little few little jewels that I have, I would too say that it was, I would say there was like $3 million in there. I, I can't believe they saw my safe. There was $3 million in there. Oh my God. Like, so money, I, oh, money, can you, can you, can you, if you get robbed and you use your homeowner's insurance, is money covered? I, I thought know. it was only property. I don't think it's, I don't know if cash and if it is, I'm sure there's a cap, I don't, but she probably got that good insurance. But I always wondered if, if she got celebrity, that insurance. <laughs> it, I always, I always assume that uh, celebrities, uh, you know, um, you know, they, 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 they raise the price a little bit. They overestimated what was in the box. So what uh, did you, I mean, that's what regular people do. And it's so funny that you say that because the next joke I was about to make was, were you implying that Tina knows is doing a little insurance scam fraud? And it's so funny because Sam Cook often our comments said insurance fraud. Hubby can't keep up with her lifestyle. Uh oh. I don't think she's lying about being broken in, but I would say I can't remember if it was a half million or a million. It was something like that. I mean, who's to know? And then catch this T. NYC to be for me said word on the street is that she not with her hubby anymore. And this may be an inside job. Mm. Y'all messy. We that's what, the, hey, that's what the fan said. That's messy. not what we said. That's what the soulmates had done said. Now y'all know Beyonce mama ain't got to do no insurance fraud. Now now maybe that daddy gotta do some insurance fraud to get <laughs> some money. But we we know Solange and Mama Tina gonna be good. Very good. All right. Speaking of the Knowles, a former side piece and baby mother of Matthew Knowles is speaking out about her son's estranged relationship with his half-sister Beyonce. Alessandra Wright told uh, U.S. Sun, Beyonce is a billionaire and just bought the most expensive house in California, 10 miles from where we live. There has been, there's been no contact. She added, my main concern has been dealing with a child that asked, why doesn't that person love me? Well, what are your thoughts on this mess? Um, and a side note, Alessandra alleged that Matthew owes her child support, which led to her moving into a trailer before being taken in by actress Shar Jackson. This is a mess. Funky, what do you think about this? 
You know what? This story, it, 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 it is heartbreaking on multiple levels. But mama, your, uh, your attention is being directed in the wrong area. Your relationship, mama, is not with Beyonce. Your relationship is with Matthew Knowles. And I find it odd that you get down in the media, you spray the fact that she just bought a mansion X, Y, Z amount of miles away from where y'all live. All of that information is non-germane to this story. And you fail to mention Matthew. If your son is to have a relationship with Beyonce, all of that is supposed to be brokered through Matthew. And you running around in the press as private as B uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce are, this was definitely a turnoff. And your son definitely will not have a relationship with Beyonce at this point. Now, the Depending on how you were raised, a lot of people will look at Beyonce and be like, you know what? Well, that's still your brother. That's still your brother. But you got to also understand that brother marks a lot of trauma for that family. The daddy cheated on the mama, had an outside child, so on and so forth. And listen, if she makes the decision that she does not want to be involved with that child, that don't go on her credit report. It goes on yours because you had no business laying down with that married man who had a family and creating that child. There you go. All right, Al, what do you think? Uh, I don't know about that one. I mean, I, I definitely 110% hear Q loud and clear. But at the end of the day, we all come with families that have, well, not all, but a lot of us come from families that have illegitimate kids, a part of our family structure. And Beyonce and Solange, that is your brother. I don't care if it broke up you and your, your parents' relationship. I don't care. It's not the kid's fault that he is your father's son. He didn't have anything to do with that entanglement. But that's your blood brother. And I think, you know, you guys should have some compassion, a little bit of love around it. Not saying that you don't, because we don't know, because you guys are very private. But I think you have a responsibility to at least know your brother. And your brother has a right to know the two of you. Now, this is the rub for me. All right. When she talked about him knowing someone in family, she should have said Beyonce and Solange. Why did she only single out the riches? sister <laughs> she wanted like her son wants to know why beyonce doesn't love her no her son should want to know why both of his sisters don't want to know him it was because of that that it made it cringy for me and it also made me it made it seem like it was a bit of a a click baking going on click click baiting going on here let's be honest and clear about this whole thing probably 90 percent of the reason why she even hooked up with beyonce's father was because of beyonce in proximity to the family, to the fame, to the richness. Uh, and, and then you think that comes along with it. Now, I, I'll have to share something. I have a half brother um, that it's, you know, it's always been weird. And just be, and my mother was always like, and it's not that my mom, it's from my father. And, you know, that's your brother, that's your brother, that's your brother. But I don't feel away with him. I just don't. And I don't think you should be forced. It's very uncomfortable when you try to make someone force a relationship with someone. You know, when your family would be like, your aunt's on the phone. Talk to your aunt. They just put you on the phone with someone you don't really know. I, I get that anxiety feeling like, stop, don't do that to me. I couldn't imagine it being Beyonce. I think it should be on her terms. And again, she's uh, like, uh, who said this? Oh, Desiree Antoinette said, that's what happens when you sleep with married men. And our love 144 said, why would Beyonce reward this woman for breaking her mom's heart? Which, you know, she, she her loyalty is to her mom. I mean, maybe eventually she'll what? do the right. Her, Beyonce's loyalty is to her own mother. Not I, to the she side. doesn't have any loyalty to her dad? No. Her dad is the one that stepped out on her mother and had an affair and had a side baby. So I don't think so. I think in this yeah. in this situation, I think her mother is innocent. I, I, I didn't, uh, you know, again, um, 
the mother, the mom's innocent. Like, I, I think she probably feels it's some kind of betrayal to her mother. Think about the conversations her and her mother probably had about this situation. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. This woman has already demonstrated that she would be a liability if brought into their lives. The minute things don't go their way, we're going to run to the press. She's not even in the inner sanctum now, and she's already in the press. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. You should be mad with Matthew Knowles. In any relationship, again, that your son is to have with Beyonce should be brokered through the daddy. Hmm. And I would love it if, I mean, of course, it'd be in in a perfect world, Beyonce would reach out and they'd have a relationship. But that's something that's on her own time, I think. But what's the lady name? I don't know. Um, The son's name. No, I don't care about the son. He ain't old enough to uh, (laughs) sign no paper to be on this show. But if the baby mama want to come on here and and explain her case even more as to why she need to be on the thing, we welcome you. Come on. Come on. Because we ain't going to never get Beyonce and (laughs) Jay-Z on this damn show any damn way. So, hell, if we can't get them, we'll take you. Come on over here and spread some of that mess, Miss Baby Mama. And And you know what? We'll I got Matthew. Help you get in contact with her because I know Latavia. I know Latavia, and I, I know I got Latavia phone number and her baby daddy phone number, my phone, and I could get in contact with uh, Latoya Lucky. But that's about as good as I can do for you. Okay, I got Matthew knows because I did his podcast, and he wanted to do another show with me. So we on between the, th- the two, three of us, we gonna <laughs> get a hold of either Matthew knows or the or the baby mama. And you know Al probably uh, did Richard lost taxes, taxes <laughs> so he could probably get in contact with Tina. Between <laughs> yeah, the three right. of us, we gonna get you something, Mama. All right. Hey, last week Britney Spears was allegedly slapped by uh, NBA player Victor. I can't even say his last name. Yeah, Victor Security Guard. They call him Wimby. Yeah, we're going to call him Wimby. Okay, because it's a really long last name. Now TMZ released the footage showing the alleged slap. Check that out. All right. Over the weekend, Britney Spears released a statement on Instagram. Spears wrote, traumatic experiences are not new to me, and I have had my fair share of them. She added, physical violence is happening too much in this world, often behind closed doors. I stand with all the victims, and my heart goes out to all of you. I have yet to get a public apology from the player, his security, or the organization. I hope they will. Uh, Do you guys think that they should apologize to Britney, Al? Um, yeah, I think they should apologize. But listen, she can take this whole Karen moment, in my opinion, and sit down. She is a megastar. And she should know this young man right here is worth a half a billion dollars in franchise estimations of what he's worth to that club. And for you to run up on him from behind and, and, and try to touch him or grab him, he did that security did the same thing, Brittany, that your security would have done if somebody tried this on you. You are in a public area. You don't run up on anybody who's worth that much money with all that security around them unless you want that security man to do his job, and he did. And she claimed that it almost knocked her down. Now, if if production can run that video one more time, and I need you to show me in this video where you almost fell down from that tap from being in that man's personal space and grabbing his back. Now, where does she almost get knocked down to the ground? I don't see it. And she, of all people, being the number of years that she's been a star and have had personal security, should know that that was a breach of that young man's personal space. And she better not and probably will never do it again. Uh, God's love child said, Brittany, please go to bed. And Lady T said, I bet she'll think twice about before she does that again. Funky, what you think? 
Al, she probably almost fell because she's still disoriented from all that twirling she'd be doing in the living room with them absence of hips. Uh, this is what I want to say, Karen. It was not a slap. It definitely was a shoe. He definitely right. did shoe her. It was one of those shoe fly don't bother me, shoe fly don't bother me, shoe fly don't bother me, I'm in love with somebody else. That's what he, he shooed her away. And if anything, I think it was more of her ego being crushed than it was her face because she is Britney Spears. And she thought maybe they would have known who she was. But because she approached from the back, she probably just gave random, crazy white girl running up to celebrity black man. Right. And the guy and just he's 19. Killed. Yeah. Uh, you know, I have an assistant. I'm nowhere near as rich as no Britney Spears. You have your homegirl, your assistant, your friend say, hey, Britney wants to meet you or something like that. Just have someone do that. Because first of all, even if you didn't slap her or shoe her, it's embarrassing. Like She should have had a, a middle person do that. Right. And that would have been the, the better way to handle it. She knows better than this. All uh, right, coming. Uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say Sam Cook said to the to the side, which I thought was funny, Karen Fish trying to get paid. That uh, <laughs> is funny. Hey, coming up next, we are talking to NCAA uh, women's basketball champion Ooh. that caused a lot of noise. People was mad. They was hating, but I was here for it. Stick around. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Tonight's guest is a breakout hip-hop artist and the reigning champion of Louisiana State University's women's basketball team. Please welcome SEC's freshman of the year, Flage Johnson. Hey, Flage, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How y'all doing? We are doing great, Flage. And thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. You are popping. I just posted you this weekend, and here you are. And listen, you pretty much had... A lit as lit a freshman year as as anyone could have had. You helped lead LSU's women's basketball team um, into their first, <laughs> into achieving their first national championship. Everyone was talking about y'all. Y'all were just trending everywhere. How did that feel? It felt good. It felt good because for the first time, women's basketball was in a is in a positive light. You know what I'm saying? And people are actually tuned in and watching and really interested. So it was it was good for the game. Well, Jay, outside of you dominating the court, your fans can catch you dropping bars in the studio, right? Tell me, yeah. though, what inspired you to step into the field of hip-hop from basketball? Um, I've always been rapping. Like, I've been rapping since I was, like, seven years old. So I've okay. been rapping and playing basketball for a long time, but not everybody just get to see it. So, <laughs> Weren't you, you on that competition show back in the day with Jermaine Dupri? Yeah, I was on the rap game, season three. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Well, you know, Flasha, I just overheard you say women's basketball is, is being shown in a positive light right now. How much of the Brittany Griner situation do you think brought more eyeballs to women's basketball? Uh, it brought a lot of eyeballs to... It didn't really bring eyeballs to women's basketball. I feel like it just brought more eyeballs to that situation and to Brittany because mm -hmm. it wasn't a situation like that happened on the court. It was more off the court, you know what I mean? So I think that situation... It kind of heightened awareness and like the storyline of mm -hmm. women's basketball, you could say, but I feel like it, it wasn't really on the court, so it was kind of different. Well, speaking of the court, your on-skill courts have led you to leading in a major deal with Jay-Z's Rock Nation label. Were you surprised when they reached out to you? Yeah, um, I actually got the deal through basketball. Like, so Lamelo Ball's manager, he wanted me to play for Melo's team. And my mom was like, nah, she a rapper too. Like, you know what I mean? She can't mm -hmm. just be. 
So they was like, she a rapper. Mm-hmm. Boom. Let him hear my music. He was like, wow, she really hard. Like, so he made some calls. Next thing you know, I was on the phone with the president of Rock Nation and they flew me up there and, um, and I signed a deal. You know, and this season, you have definitely been in your bag. You recently secured a feature with Lil Wayne after meeting him at the Essence Festival. Tell us about that moment. That was a crazy moment. Um, he had already said, like, on ESPN, he was like, yeah, I'm going to do something to work with her. But we finally got to meet in person. Um, and I told him, like, but I got the record for you. And he was like, I know I got you. So I'm, I'm so excited for people to hear that, hear that artistry. Like, I recently linked up with, like, Wyclef, too, and, He's been helping me and mentoring me and producing. So, you know, it's just been fun, like being in all different aspects. Like it's been crazy. I love to see your star rising, especially knowing that you've been at it for so long. You know what I mean? Especially now, like now women are 1000% just dominating hip hop. Like that's all we hear now. And I'm here for it now. Speed of collaborations. You shared that you'd be open to working with Lotto and J. Cole. Um, I think that'd be so, so, so fly. Are there any other artists that you like to collab with? Or is it just like you open to work with that or anybody? Yeah, I'm, I'm open to work with anybody. Like, as long as it's a real vibe, like, I ain't finna do no features with somebody that just for like a, a money grab or a fan base grab now. Like, if we cool and we actually have chemistry, that's the type of music that I want to make. Cause I really take my craft serious. So like mm-hmm. something that like I really enjoy where I can link up with somebody and we can actually create and use. Like I'm I'm into that. Like I'm not into the politics of everything. Claudia, <laughs> before you ask your next question, um Flo J, wasn't your dad a rapper? Yeah, most dad. Oh, did, did he inspire you at all, you know, to to get into the rap game, to start the rap game? Was he an influence for you at all? Absolutely. That was my main influence. Like when I first heard my dad rap and I was like, like, that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Oh, so, wow. Cause I never got to meet him. He was murdered before I was born. Right. So right. I felt like that was just a way for us to connect, you know, through the music. And mm-hmm. I, I still feel like that. Awesome. And Flanche, I got one quick question for you. As far as your rap persona, like, what are you going to be given? Are you going to be given like, like, you know, <laughs> Uh, twerking, you giving us a Missy Elliott vibe, you giving us an MC Light vibe, like what's your persona gonna be? I think I would give like Missy Elliott slash like Aaliyah, cause like I like to wear like my bras and you know my bit baggy pants with my you know my halter tops and my boxers but like I'm not like into the showing all of that like you know that's not me, I feel like you know, my words speak volumes. You know what I'm saying? My words gonna attract the attention that I want and the legacy that I wanna leave behind. And, and I wanna, I wanna, I wanna just kind of shift things because I feel like that's what you see now for like women rappers. Like you, they all they talk about is this, all they talk about is that. I kind of wanna shift that narrative, not degrading them because I love them. Like I love the sexy reds and the, you know what I'm saying, the Cardi B's. But you know, I wanna be a flage and you know. That's that's just something different that I'm gonna add to the game. So, you know, I'm just doing my own thing, figuring it out. I'm only 19, so you know, I got a lot more time. <laughs> you sure well, do. I, I'm I'm here for that because I, I we we need a little bit of balance. You know what I mean? Like I, you you can like both. You can rock with the super sexiness. You can rock with the tomboy stuff. You can rock with the conscious rap. All that I think it just right. makes it beautiful, right? But um, speaking of beautiful and getting attention, listen. You a hot commodity in these streets. Everyone's talking about you. I I, I got to be nosy because this is TGIF, TGIF. right? <laughs> Can you give us, I need you to, t- what celebs is up in your, your inbox? Has Drake tried to get at you yet? No, absolutely not. And Drake's like 40. <laughs> Drake's like 40. But not, um, 
No, no tea, no shade. But no, I'm, I'll be chilling. You know, I'm really focused, like, on college. Like, I'm, I'm a student. I'm a basketball player. And I'm a rapper. Like, I got a lot of my plays. So, I don't even play too much. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a real friend's owner. That's the last Okay, you don't have to tell us who, but are celebrities in your DMs? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ooh, now I want to know. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna have to have you on next time when you, you know when we promote your album. How about that? Right, we'll, 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 that. Actually, actually, my uh, mixtape for my fans is dropping July the fourteenth. It's coming up in like four days, so y'all be on the lookout for that. Okay, oh, good, good. Well, you definitely gotta keep in touch with us. We'll definitely. You know, love to have you back on and update everyone. You, I, I love seeing you pop up in music videos and doing your thing. And I, it's been so exciting, women's basketball, women's sports, period. So thank you so much. And we wish you the best. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. Thank, thank you, Marjorie. Take care. It was a pleasure. All right. Coming up next, the White House press secretary called out a reporter. And later, let's see why the state of Florida. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, are y'all craving fresh, delicious, easy meals this summer? We'll try Wild Grain and get their baked from frozen sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries delivered right to your door. Um, Wild Grains is the first ever baked from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Now, unlike typical supermarket bread, Wild Grain uses a slow fermentation process that's easier on your belly, lower in sugar, and rich in nutrients and antioxidants. Now, every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, and you'll never run the risk of getting bored with wild grain because they're constantly adding new seasonal and limited time special items to try. Plus, for every new member, wild grain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank so you can eat good and do good all at the same time. Now all you have to do is sign up at wildgrain.com slash tea and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash tea to start your subscription. That's right. You heard me. Free croissants in every box, box and $30 off your first box when you go to Wildgrain dot com slash t that's wildgrain.com slash t or you can use promo code t at checkout now fellas q i know sometimes you need to have food there for your gentleman callers how are you enjoying wild grain has it got you out of a pinch we didn't have to pay for some extra food for them well <laughs> claudia you so messy wild grain is always good you know i do entertain a lot to have that bread in there or the peach pockets or the apple pockets, or the croissants that I tell y'all about is always a plus. And unlike y'all girls with the big bikes that's trying to unbig your back, everybody knows I'm on my fitness journey trying to gain weight. Bread is a great way to gain weight. So I stay making sandwiches with that good quality wild grain bread. And I look forward to wild grain helping me pack on the pounds. All right, Al, how about you? I know you talk highly about those peach pockets. Oh, so, uh, you know, the wild grains is one of my favorite products. I don't know if production can put back up the 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 picture with the bread where the guy's pulling the bread out of the oven. But I'm going to tell you guys, the bread comes to you just like that. And today, 
I'm also single. Uh, <laughs> I'm making spaghetti, so it'll last all week. But I'm having with my sp the spaghetti that I'm using is from Wild Grains, and the bread that I'm having with my spaghetti is with from Wild Grains. So hey, it's a win-win situation all the way around for me with Wild Grains. Well, we love our Wild Grain and how quick and easy and tasty it is. So uh, once again, promotional consideration is furnished by Wild Grain. All right, let's get back to some topics. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre had to set the reporter straight when she asked who possessed the cocaine that was discovered at the White House. Take a look at this. I'm just asking again, can we just say once and for all whether or not the cocaine belonged to the Biden family? The Biden family was not here. They were not here. They were at Camp David. They were not here Friday. They were not here Saturday. They were not here Sunday. They were not even here Monday. They came back on Tuesday. So to ask that question is actually incredibly irresponsible. Mm, what you think about that, Funky? She got her fat ass together nice nasty because she tried to sit her big, fat, wide bag, Roseanne Barr-inspired ass up there and get a moment. And it wasn't the one that she was bargaining for because that black woman got her ass together real quick, fast, and in a hurry. First of all, it is... <laughs> I was about to tell too much about business, Lord. Uh, what you it mean? Was just, it was it was just reckless. It was just reckless because, like she said, they were not even there. All right, and that small ass quantity of cocaine that was found—I ain't even gonna go into the quantity. Them people was not there. She was trying to get a moment, and she got a moment. Okay. Al, what do you think? <laughs> Speaking of student athletes, everyone, did you know that she was a track and field star? This particular. Um, uh, Jean-Pierre, Karen Jean-Pierre, the uh, correspondent. She was a track and field star at New York Institute of Technology, and she was also a uh, volunteer fireman when she was in college. But look, this is the best thing about her, and I'm sharing fun facts because I don't care about this story anymore. She is the first black woman and the first openly LGBTQ person to serve as a press in this press uh, job since the job was created 93 years ago. Congratulations and applause go to Karen Jean-Pierre. Now, I like her, and she definitely made history when she got this job as press secretary, and I love the woman before her who was equally, she was awesome too. But they have definitely been trying her. They have been trying her more than they tried the redhead white woman before her and who used to also gather them, okay? They've been trying her and she's been trying to be nice because, you know, when you're a black woman in a position of any kind of authority or power, you put any kind of base in your voice. They want to say you aggressive, you mean, you, you, you emotional. And she is. I've seen her get beat up by those reporters where they've been trying to put her in a, back her into a corner and, and make her look away. And I like how she handled them. She really can't go off like she would like to. But I like how she did it. She did it as good as she could because, no, she's you're you're in a lose lose situation in that situation. But she did put big back on notice. Try me again and you will be embarrassed. So I do like that. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's funny you said that, Claudia, because I am Jamila said you can tell she wanted to go in some more. Yeah. And uh Princess said, E Princess says, fix that wide bike right on up. Show did. <laughs> that be that was always, always trying, and he's trying to have a moment and he always gets embarrassed. I forgot his name because it's not important. But um, yeah, these press y'all gonna. I don't know if y'all watch these, but I watch them. They are funny. They you want to you want to know what's funny though? Uh, oh, and Miss Linda says my Haitian sister does not play it. Play she no. does not. I'm gonna tell you something though. If I was that woman's editor in chief, um, 
John Perry was John Cameron was right. It was incredibly irresponsible. And if she worked for a reputable uh, outlet organization, I would be sending somebody else from the organization to do our White House correspondent because you embarrassed our organization being that journalistically reckless. You know, I didn't see this much pressure on the Trump family about Trump Jr. and his known cocaine use. Like, he used to go on live, tweak the hell out all the time. And I don't remember a big deal being made by the press about it, maybe people on social media. But, like, listen, we all know Biden's son is uh, had his issues. But that was definitely a plant from, a, a, I think that was from the one of the little raggedy tours that go through the White House. That's what I think. We got, we got a little bit of perspective here, uh, Claudia. Lynette Kelly says everyone tries the press secretary. That's the job. She gets paid enough to handle it. What do you think about that? I don't think she gets paid enough to handle it. They don't get paid that much. We make, anyways. <laughs> yes, yes, me, girl. <laughs> yes, me, girl. Y'all are bad. Come over here, Karen. Come over here, Karen. We got you, Karen. <laughs> Especially with the five days. Okay, keep it locked because coming up next, the state of Florida, uh, and don't nobody call and ask for no money. I was just joking. The state of Florida is once again in the headlines and later a transgender model made history. Find out how when we return. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay. Um, <laughs> Come on, prompter lady. <laughs> I'm going to make it up. Listen, we stay coming for Florida and there's never a shortage of news in Florida. When I tell you 90% of my DMs now are men that are a little mentally slow and stories about Florida. So we have a fun little segment we like to call What the Florida? <laughs> Well, you All know, right, that's, see, that's why God don't like ugly. God don't like ugly. Let me tell y'all what just is soulmate people. They, they, God don't like Claudia and Al jumping me. They had a whole segment ready to ring me a new one. And God said, not today, devil. You not today, devil. Let me tell you what is going on in Florida right now. That's oh, very good. So let me tell you what's going on in Florida. Our skin is nice in Florida. No, it ain't. And the food is really good down in Florida. We have one of the most diverse food ecosystems that could ever be found in Florida. Um, the weather is good and the hotel situation is good. So don't don't give the bad Claudia and Al without giving Come the Come on, Claudia, where are we at? Okay, we at? well, prompt is back up. We can stop lying to people. <laughs> Whether good, bad, or ugly, or just plain dumb, the tea is always overflowing with the crazy out of the state of Florida. That's why we like giving you the 411 in a segment we like to call What the Florida. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh, y'all trying to make us get canceled like Sister Circle. Okay, now it's been reported. <laughs> <laughs> the shade, honey, the shade. Oh, and my other show. Week. All right, so it's been reported that 52 warning flags have been stolen this year near Florida beaches. The warning flags are designed to alert people to water conditions, especially in the wake of 11 people drowning in the Gulf of Mexico waters, along with Florida and Alabama coast since last month. Funky, what do you think about these, you know, people, they are... They're stealing flags that are warning people to stay away. I think Florida people want to be in the news at this point. 
I don't think nobody stole them flags. The, the, uh, the El Nino winds got them flags because them flags are of no value. There is no as many uh, condos and stuff that there is lining the beach. There is no footage of anybody taking them cameras. The ocean reclaimed its time. And I think you and Al are just as bad as those uh, GOP people <laughs> who are planting stories in an effort to make Florida look bad. Listen. Florida don't need no help looking bad. If you sit back long enough, Florida gonna look bad on its own. So y'all casting these spells and planning these stories is a bit too much. Uh, Nikita Hunter said, Q isn't lying though. Even with all the crazy, Florida has amazing things. Yes, we do. Everybody gonna live here. Quiet as is kept, another plus. Uh, 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 Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner live here in Miami because they know Miami is the T. Florida, no, they is know the Miami. You don't pay taxes. That's uh, why. Claudia, I think I think this is it's it's super sad because twelve people have died. But do you know a total in one month? But a total of twenty five have died this year. I think we need to go digitize. I think that there should be an amber alert that goes to all the phones when it's high tide or dangerous tide. Everybody that's around the beach it should bounce those towers within that beach range to go to everyone's phone that you stay off the beach in addition to the flags because obviously the flags aren't working just by themselves. I mean, is it the flags though? I mean, I don't need a flag to tell me that the water is yeah, coming your... when, exactly. when I'm looking at big crazy waves that are crashing into rocks into the shore. Like, is the flag's fault? Or is it the dumb people that are going in the water? Like, maybe you try <laughs> CQ, like... she calling Florida people dumb. <laughs> well, no, because we all know that Florida people is tourists from um, Horse Pasture, Virginia, and from Rhode Island. Y'all come down this way to our good sandy beaches. See, it ain't the Floridians, because we know not to get our ass in the water. It's y'all country bumpkins <laughs> here and getting in the water. In other Florida news, a man was arrested last Friday for allegedly trying to link up with a 15-year-old girl for sex. Officials shared that 39-year-old Glenn Dyke was caught after... Uh, the teen's mother discovered some disturbing text on her daughter's phone. It was also reported that Glenn brought Harry Potter books, $20, and some blueberry muffins from a gas station in an attempt to meet with the teen. Funky, what you got to say about this here? Well, you know, this involves a child, y'all, so I can't make any joke. The only thing that I can do in defense of this situation and say that... Um, I'm just hoping that this was that part of Florida that's close to Georgia so we can pin that Southern Georgia influence. See, the El Nino winds that was eating up the flags blew that spirit down onto Florida. And see, it got it shot up in that man's bones and it baffled him and confused him. And he thought he was in South Georgia. So, right. Yeah. So nothing. So Floridians just like innocent of everything. They just. Well, no, Floridians tend to like big bike, Mama June, meth, no teeth, trailer park type of people. Okay. Children's really ain't our thing. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, Al, uh, we're going to move on to the next story, okay? Uh, okay, sure. What defense could we have of that? All right. An excited Florida man showed no fear after a snake launched at him when he picked it up from underneath a board. Take a look. So I'll take this one, Claudia. This is how you know white folks be faking 
are acting fake scared. Now, they can wrestle alligators, they can play with snakes, and they can even put their heads in a tiger's mouth. But let a black family move into their neighborhood or run through their neighborhood, and all of a sudden they clutching their pearls and they pulling out their guns and they're killing people. Make it make sense, Florida. I mean, funky. He put that snake up under that boy. Now, now this is very Florida of him. He put that snake, <laughs> that's his pet snake. He put that snake under that boy. That reaction was so fake. That snake bit him on the face and he didn't even flinch. He said, oh, it got me on the face, which which suggests to me it's a defanged uh, home <laughs> snake because there was no blood that came out of his face or nothing. And yes, um, he's guilty as charged. This is very Florida of him. I, I, I have to throw the towel in on this one. I do like that point, Al. They be uh, they be fearless. They be they be riding fifty foot waves and right. looking for squash and snapper turtles bite their nose off. <laughs> Let us drive by with our music on. Wow, they they nervous. All right, y'all. Coming up, find out how a transgender model achieved a historic win. This is in my field, actually. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. I haven't been looking at the chat this, this show, so I have no idea how many people are watching production. If you can tell us like how many soulmates are watching and what the likes looking like, because I, I feel like pretty soon they, they might need to get cussed out again. Get a little inspiration. <laughs> just yeah. a little inspiration. You've been, we've been nice to them. You haven't been laying into their big backs. They've just been kind of taking us for granted a little bit, I think. I could be wrong. All right, y'all. A transgender model made history over the weekend after winning the Miss Universe Netherlands 2023 title. Uh, let's go to you first, Al. What are your thoughts? What do you think about this? Hey, Claudia, tell me, this is a Miss Universe pageant, right? But it's it's Miss Universe Netherlands. How is that any different than Donald Trump's Miss Universe? Because Donald Trump owns Miss Universe, the pageant, right? He used to, then it was bought by... Yeah, he used to. Then it was bought. It was sold to other two other companies. It just got rebought from from someone else. Um, okay. So this, as a legit pageant girl, like I was in the the the, the system that's like Miss Universe is goes to Miss USA and Miss Rhode Island, right? USA. Mm -hmm. Then there's Miss Amer the, the Miss America system and the Miss USA system. America system is the one where they perform a talent. USA, which goes on in Miss Universe, is like beauty, interview, swimsuit competition. Got it. It depends on where they put it. It could be like Miss Universe, Netherlands. Like They switch it around like Miss Netherlands, Universe. I got to really look into this. Um, I don't know if this is the one that goes on to the Miss Universe pageant because the last time I checked, there used to be laws against it. But I think they recently changed it because I believe a transgender woman was in the Miss Canada pageant. But like I said, there's so many spinoffs from the main pageants. Like, I meet people all the time that say, I was Miss Rhode Island. You weren't Miss Rhode Island, went to Miss USA. You were like Miss Rhode Island Sunshine or oh, gotcha. Miss Rhode Island um, Subsidiary. All-Star. <laughs> a different, a different system. A subsidiary. I get away with it. Like, I can get right. a license and I can just have a pageant, call it Miss Rhode Island, and then in small print put Miss Rhode Island uh, Ocean State. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got it. So um, I, I don't know about this because uh, when I was in the pageant systems, they were really strict about uh, they, they didn't want you to have so much done. Like a lot of the plastic surgery that we have now would not even be OK back then. Like they really I, I don't even think I wore like extensions when I did Miss uh, USA. It was definitely so now 
and not really so much because of the transgender, but some the amount of surgery that this person has to use, it's not really a, a natural beauty pageant anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But okay. I think it's across the board. Everyone's getting a lot of stuff done now anyway. So I don't know. What, what do y'all think about this? Um, so here's my opinion on it, right? Um, when I first read the story, I was going to say, hmm, this could be one of those events where physical strength is a non-factor, right? Because oftentimes the the debate in the sports situation is they have the strength of a man, which gives them a, a, a competitive advantage. Claudia, you would have to answer in this situation. I don't know if there's any competitive advantage that a transgender woman would have over a cisgender woman in this situation. So I began to think, well, hmm, maybe this is one of those areas where you know, it could be okay and not ruffle too many feathers. My my only concern in this situation, then I'll defer to you, Claudia, would be, um, did this person truly win on the merits of the pageant, the beauty, the walk, the answering the questions? Or was it because there was a system of judges who were overcompensating and trying to be trans activists and simply gave her the title for no other reason than she was trans. And if so that's hold on, the, Claudia, before you if, answer if that's that. the case, then it doesn't help the trans community and it doesn't help the pageant system either. So I just want to ask this other question. Is it disrespectful to want them to have their own trans Miss Universe? Is that disrespectful? Are we are we discounting how they feel if we say trans need to have their own trans pageant? How, how could Claudia answer that? No, I'm just I'm just asking. She has oh. pageant. She has. Pageant how could she history. answer? How could she answer? What would be she's been a judge. She's been in the pageant. She runs pageants. I think she. I, cause how I'm could she to... answer? What would be disrespectful to a trans woman? That's the question I'm asking. Uh, I, I can just answer for a cisgender woman, a natural born woman. I can I, okay. I can say and this regard, I think is I think a separate pageant would be fine. And I, I, I hope that's not offensive, but I also have to champion for my cisgender women. Um, I do think we don't really know nowadays. Uh, I'd have to see the other contestants to see if there were some gorgeous girls that, or that, 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 that I would have scored high or like a lot of times we see, right. Companies mm. using this as a wave to get attention and get in the press because that's exactly what it does. Now, if she did, if she fair and square was the most beautiful being there, she should win. She answered the questions best. She should win. If she exuded femininity and beauty and poise, she, she should win. But if you're doing it to get a moment so we could talk about you and, and, and you know, be, uh, you know, to seem progressive, which pageant folks really are. I remember there was a time where anyone just had to tell their sob story about a disability or trauma and they would win the pageant. And the beauty thing would go out. It, it wasn't a beauty pageant anymore. It was a sympathy contest. Mm. And that's frustrating as someone that actually works hard and, you know, really prepares for these things. And then you go and say, oh, you know, when I was seven, this happened or whatever. Don't make that be the reason. Don't we don't want to vote for you because of sympathy. We want to vote for you because you you deserve to win. So mm-hmm. all things equal, if she's the most beautiful person there, then yes. But I still think um, I don't know, I have mixed feelings over it. I do. Okay. All right. Atlanta police are looking for a man who attempted a robbery, whose attempted robbery motive didn't go as planned. Take a look.
<laughs> Imagine you think you all I'm about to scare these people and get all the money and they don't even stop what they're doing to even pay you any attention. Can you imagine how this must feel? You could, could, tell. Imagine, could you imagine being so broke? You just. Bitch, I ain't got it. I mean, the people was just like, but you know, what, no. I know I imagine, Claudia, he must have just exuded something because, you know, we don't we don't put enough stock into how much telekinetic energy we exchange. He must have just exuded something that said, we don't fear him. He ain't going to do nothing. And I'm not getting off my phone. You That's know embarrassing. I, you know what I got? Because they, 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 I wish they had the, the video of when he first comes into the store. When he first comes into the store pretending like he has a gun, everybody saw him, but everybody just went back to doing everything that they were doing. <laughs> this is what it gives me. It gives me that he's probably some dude that they see around there all the time, probably mm -hmm. a panhandler, maybe somebody homeless with a mental issue, and he tried to pull this trick. Because they, they were not alarmed 1%. And they also greeted him almost, they looked at him like, oh, it's that guy. So they were not afraid, they were not concerned, and they were just letting him spew whatever he wanted to spew, and they pretend like it wasn't happening. Jen Jay said nobody wanted to mess up their nails and go in that bag to get the money. And uh, <laughs> Ana Marie said, not me, girl. They laughing. Poor little Tink Tink, ain't nobody, he didn't scare nobody. All right, let's All right. try to get this last hop again. A former Amazon manager has been sentenced to 16 years in prison for a multi-million dollar fraud against the company. Kyrika Wortham led a multi-person scheme to defraud the tech company and stole almost $10 million during her one and a half years with Amazon. Damn! She probably had the plug. What were your thoughts on this? No, she was, uh, they said one of her alleged co-conspirators, Brittany Hudson, were in a relationship and used the money to buy expensive real right. estate and luxury cars. So they was balling out of control with these scams. I feel yep. like this. this. This type of crime requires high level strategic thinking. It, it requires collaboration with multiple employees to plan it, facilitation of moving money and paperwork around, salesmanship, because you got to sell the concept to your co-conspirators and planning and development. I say people like this and that chicken lady, that cafeteria worker, if they would use their smarts for good, they could be just as wealthy as the people that own Amazon and the chicken distributing company. That's right. Key, what do you think? Y'all always go wrong. Number one rule of thieving. When you hit the lick, you hit it one time and leave it alone. That's where y'all always go wrong. I'd have hit that, <laughs> I'd have hit that lick for 80,000. I'd have hit that lick for 150. And if I got away with it, I would have left it alone. Then you go out and buy cars and real estate, all wrong. And then why? We always got to go. I know it's us. We we got to go brag about it on social media. I bet you they was posting pictures and showing off. All right. House All inconsistent right. with your salary. <laughs> right. Which I weave. Uh, which they would use their powers for good. Okay. Uh, I want to thank our special guest, Flage Johnson. We wish her the very best. Thank you for joining us tonight. And thank you for watching us on YouTube. Fellas, amazing job as usual. Al, I hope you get better. Yes. You. Um, Continue. I'm going to give me a lobster tail after work, baby. Fried lobster tail. Stay tuned to my Instagram. Take oh, no, I, check out my uh, feed. I'm, I'm at the Jeffrey Osborne Celebrity Golf Tournament, so I'm going to get you all the footage and show y'all who's here. Stay tuned for Inside the Black Box, and we'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye. Bye, soulmates. Good night, soulmates.